Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Quite a comedian, aren't you? You're going to make me laugh. We'll be here all day. Live from the Fast Sign Studio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. It's the show with Leo and Balky. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. By some divine miracle, we were paired up. You got that idiot at the copy shop to lie for it. Did you just call me a freak? Do you have anything else? How about a fresca? For God's sake, just give me the damn number! Lighten up, Francis. Call now at 920-281-1570 or 866-653-1570 if you want to join the program. And I'll tell you something else. This is the show, and we're not going to change it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this thing. Here they are. It's Leo and Balky. Oh, yeah. One more hour to go. Left in this week before we can get to uh, that big game on Sunday night. Bulky's prediction comes to fruition. Are you bummed the Badgers aren't playing this weekend, guys? Uh, That'll allow me to be outside and get some uh, things done, prepping for winter. You know what's great for me? No Wisconsin Badgers game. Alex, yes, I get to enjoy, and I this part of my the, the air tasting tasting sweeter this week. Florida State, oh yeah, once again a three plus touchdown favorite in their game against Georgia Tech on Saturday. It has been so long. Wait, wait, wait. I, They're a twenty point favorite or twenty one yeah. point favorite. Wow, yeah, it was, I think lot. it was like twenty and a half last time I looked. Now I'm going to look up, look at it again. But yeah, it's an eleven o'clock start. Oh, perfect for FSU, which is which is great. Now here's the thing that stinks. Is uh, oh no, it's up to twenty three and a half now. Wow. Twenty three and a half. Might want to take Georgia favorite. Tech there. All right. Um, so um, I have to go trick or treating um, in uh, the forest where El Grande sets up shop. What are you dressing We're up not, as this year, Bulky? I'm not I, a an, an overweight, middle aged, <laughs> slightly handsome man. Um, how sort gonna, of in my costume. How are you going to pull off that last life. part? That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's the easiest part. The I just walk into a the... room and everybody stares, not yeah. for the right reasons. Um, yeah, we're, so we're, we're going trick-or-treating. Our, our kids and, and the Los Pequeños are trick-or-treating, I think, from noon to 2. Um, this is So tomorrow? I don't know if I will be required to go along with them or if I'll just be watching Florida. I mean, I, either way, I'll have it on my phone, I guess. And then a little bit more trick-or-treating from 4.30. I think it's... Four to five thirty that night, or maybe four thirty. I can't remember. Um, so that's that's my Saturday um, in a nutshell. But I, I think El Grande and I are gonna we'll have some fun that day too with Mrs. El Grande and Mrs. Balky. Well, that sounds like so much fun. And and we by the way we forgot to bring this up, and I usually do this, so it's really on me on the Appleton Trophy Fantasy Football Show, which you can go back and listen to at thescorewi.com or anywhere you get podcasts. There is a London game. Yes, starting at 8.30 Sunday morning between the Broncos and the Jaguars. So make sure you get your lineups in early um, and you don't have you know guys in there that you don't want or guys on your bench that you want in. All right, so PSA, cool. it's a, good a PSA. fantasy PSA. 
Fantastic. FPSA, if you will. Fantastic. Uh, by the way, hour two of the show with Leo Bulky brought to you by Fast Signs of Appleton. Check out all their products at fastsigns.com slash 267. What do we have coming up here in hour two? Uh, it's jam-packed, as usual, with a lot of hijinks. Thank you, uh, Principal Phil, for uh, joining us. In the Heavy on the hijinks. Yeah, Mary joined us and Tex Western. So uh, we had a lot of people to talk to. That was great. But hour two menu brought to you by the Hawk's Nest home. Of the free breakfast. Yes, I said free. What's free, Alex? Found my long-lost brother, too, in the first hour. Yeah, well, that's right. Cole Keefe, or whatever his name is. (laughs) Keefe. (laughs) Keefe. The T is silent, you (laughs) stupid. It's just Cole Keefe. (laughs) Cole Keefe, but he did say excuse me. (laughs) Cole Keefe. Oh, goodness. Uh, We're going to get to the game day sports bar score poll here in just a second. Football daily sooner than later. Love is going to get you. And then off the beaten path with Marcus Papp. Maybe. We're not sure. (laughs) We're not sure. Slash fantasy football overtime. <laughs> yeah. uh, we always have backups on our little podunk we, radio we, show. Right now we're <laughs> recommending slash fantasy football overtime because I have not heard back from Marcus. He he could be in transit coming back from New York. Yeah. Guy's always traveling. Guy is always traveling. Does he do that for – is that a vacation thing or a work thing for him? Uh, that That's a great question. I know he – did he go to a Yankee game for the first time? Knicks, Knicks. Knicks. He was, he was at, at MSG. MSG. I saw that. Yes, he was at – no, he was at Madison, Madison Square Garden. Not, you idiot. Yes, MSG. Have you, have you ever been? Have you guys ever been MYG? There? No. <laughs> Good Lord. KYG? Um, <laughs> Stop it. No, I've K-Y-3. never even been to New York City ever. Me neither. I was supposed I think to. I've been, I think I've driven through like Western New York, but I don't think I've ever been. I know I've never been to the city. When I was visiting my bro in D.C., this is just my luck. We uh, <laughs> we booked a hotel for New York. We were going to take the the train from uh, D.C. Right. to New York. It's like a four hour train ride. I know how the story and, ends. And then hang out in um, New York for the day and night, and then take the train back to his house. Couldn't go. It was like a it was like a hurricane going on oh. when I was there. It was, the weather was so bad, you couldn't even leave his house on the East Coast. It was just terrible. Yeah. No one cares. I know. No one does care. <laughs> Thank you, Randy and Little Shoot. I'm kidding, Leo. Just we might, so you know, I might. care. <laughs> but that voice guy said otherwise. That's so. hurtful. That is very hurtful. <laughs> no, Alex, you keep doing that. That was great. You just answer the phones and shut up. I will. I can do that. (laughs) All right. Might make for a better program. Your game day. Answer the phones and shut up. Shut up and answer the phones. Stick to the phones. You shut your mouth. I'll shut it for for you. (laughs) Oh, this show. I mean, it is something. The game day sports bar score poll. Yesterday's game day sports bar score poll. What do you want the Packers to be? At the NFL trade deadline, buyers and or sellers. I think I was pretty specific in saying they're all in this year. They need to be buying. Tex Western's not buying what I'm selling, but I, he's got a point. I mean, if you go three and five, yeah. uh, I just think the hierarchy is going to say, yeah, we're not we're not giving up uh, draft picks. We got to start building for the future. <laughs> oh God. Can we see if it's, this team goes into a rebuild? It's going to no, be. No, don't gonna, do it. It's going to be terrible. Might well, be. you know, part of the reason that they don't go all in is so they don't have to go into a True. major rebuild, too. Just right. a retool. Yeah. Or a a retool, a reload, if you will. Yeah. All right. So so the, the results right now, 72% want the Packers to be buyers. 28%. Uh, no, I, I beg your pardon. Final results. 72% want the Packers to be buyers. 
28% want them to be sellers. Today's game day sports bar score poll. What will be the result of Sunday's game between the Packers and Bills? Your choices are Balky's right. Green Bay wins. <laughs> Bills and a nail biter. Bills by 10 to 20 or Bills by 21 plus. Alex, how would you vote on this? Well, last night on the Fantasy Football Show, I said the Packers were going to lose 41 to 7, so I will take the whatever the highest option is for a Packers. Yeah, 21 loss. plus. Yep. And I'll take Leo, are you plus. in that camp as well? You know what? You're you're wearing on me a little oh, bit. Oh, come on! Don't flip flop. I'm I'm gonna be a little. I'm gonna be positive here. Okay. I'm positive the Bills will win by 21 plus. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> well, that is not leading right now. Ah, wow! The score, really? Yeah, it's actually it's a lot tighter than you might think, given the wide range of outcomes on this poll. 38 percent of the score squad say Bills by 10 to 20. 25 percent say Bills 21 plus. And tied for third with each getting 19% of the vote. Right. Bills and a nail biter, as well as Balky's right, Green Bay wins. There are some smart people out there besides <laughs> me. And how many times Who did you, how many times did you vote, Balky? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> vote early, vote often, right? Come come clean on this. Come on. <laughs> You'll never know. All right. Let's just say I have a lot of Twitter um, accounts. So I, 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 my, my burners voted on this poll. Before Balky's uh, burners, that's perfect. <laughs> before we start guessing some spreads here and taking some shots uh, at the at the hoop, uh, how about a, one more update from our uh, Herland Clark law firm traffic update reporting? Yeah, guessing. no obs- no obstacles, no incidents uh, on all major highways between Final Act and Green Bay. That's your Herland Clark law firm traffic update. Did you guys also see this breaking news from a couple hours ago that uh, the Great Balls of Fire singer Jerry Lee Lewis passed away? Wasn't that a couple days ago? I don't believe so. I swear I saw that at least yesterday. <laughs> I, I okay, cite your source, Kevin. here we go. I mean, people were posting it on Facebook. Oh, I'm like, going to shut up and answer the phone. Yeah, just shut one. up and answer the phone over there. <laughs> oh, here you go. Variety said his death had erroneously been reported by some outlets on Wednesday. Okay, we'll see. I'm not so dead. he was still alive. He was still... He was still living and Leo was right. <laughs> Leo was one hundred percent right. How was dead. he right? He's basically he gone. Not, he was not dead on Wednesday. <laughs> it was erroneous. I'm basically gone. Nobody's reporting my death. <laughs> you never know, Bulky. You just never well, know when your time's up. But, Le- but Leo was right that he was saw it, what, that he was seeing reports that he was on the verge of death. Did you see those reports on Instagram, Leo? <laughs> Check the date. Uh, let me, <laughs> Check the date. Let me What's read the date this of that quick. Post? It was uh, by, uh, who was the reporter on this? Uh, KY3 reported. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as Leo's like, now who's this? <laughs> Leo's looking at his Facebook code now. Who's this Jerry Lee Leas guy? Leas. Uh, Reporting great, live, it's KY3 great, News. Great boss. <laughs> Re- reporting live here for Mr. Guy Jr. It's Yalt Yalnut. Where did he come from? Usually he's face down in a puddle of his own sick by this time of the day. <laughs> Didn't Jerry Lee um, Lewis sing uh, Great Balls of Fire? What? Great, great Gauze of Fire. Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> why, why is it Boss? <laughs> with, a, with a Y in it, Boss. Boz. All right. Are we? I think we can't go to break yet. We can't, go, can't to break. We go to break yet. Okay. We have a uh, okay. Packers Bills spread. Uh, oh my gosh! Predictions. We're not Nick's even. Bucks. Okay, sorry, my no, bad. Then I got to do a mini Max uh, live read too. It's my fault. No problem. Oh, you're doing that now? I always do it at the end of this segment. So I didn't realize that. No, no problem. All right, all right. So let's do the Bucks first here. Pre-game right. coverage uh, will not begin on WHBY or WICO because we are proud to offer. Um, two 
separate high school football games. Um, Little Shoot and Xavier. And then I believe Nina Kimberly's on HBY, right? That is correct, sir. Yes. Okay. So you can listen to those games for sure uh, on, on those airwaves. Um, but the Bucks, despite this going on in our state, they don't care. They're still going to play a game in Milwaukee tonight. The three and one New York Knickerbockers will roll into the serve tonight to take on the three and zero Milwaukee Bucks. The total open on this at two twenty three and a half. It's now down to two twenty three. Leo, go ahead and guess that spread. I will say the Bucks at home at the serve are six point favorites. Uh, yeah, Mark Willard and Tony Bruno have something. Leo was right. <laughs> right. Leo was 100% Ooh, right. Twice in one wee. segment. The Bucks opened up as seven-point favorites. The Knicks money is coming in, so they are down to six-point favorites. All right, I'm taking the shot wait, here quick. Wait, wait so that's yep. on, the, on the head. Oh, oh it's yeah, on the head. On the head. Absolutely. Hey. Leo was right. Leo was 100% Arriba, right. Arriba, Arriba. Arriba. Three times right, in one I, segment. I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right, I'm taking the shot here. Will the Bucks win the game? Leo taking the shot right now. It's in the air. No oh, it's short. No good. I'm too, is- well, I'm no too good. worried of breaking that window with that ball. That- it is rock it, It's really – I have no touch with that thing. It's too heavy. Can you knock the Gurm- Graham Mertz hype train whistle off the window? <laughs> there's, I think there's also a picture of you in the window too. Oh, yeah, when I'm all inebriated. All right, give me another <laughs> shot here. All right, one more. Now you missed it. You I missed it the other it, night, yeah. and Brooklyn lost. Yeah. So maybe you should keep I, keep I, it I, at this. You bricked it. I bricked it, it the, again. You, you hit the rim. Ah, oh, all right, all right. Well, that's good for the Bucks. All right, let's get to the uh, Packer <laughs> game quick. All right, so we want to do spread and then predictions. That's right. Okay, so the um, three and four Green Bay Packers roll into uh, Orchard. Uh, Orchard Park in Buff, beautiful Buffalo, New York, to take on the 5-1 and one Buffalo Bills. Uh, kickoff slated for a 7-20 start on Sunday Night Football. The total opened at 47.5. It is now down to 46.5. Leo, go ahead and guess that spread. I just hope I don't see Aaron Rodgers uh, out at one of our favorite haunts tonight, and I have to <laughs> yell at him that, uh, do you think Josh Allen is out getting all liquored up right now? Or do you think he's watching tape to kick your butt on Sunday? And they What's that from? That's a real-life story by Leo Kuyper Jr., but I'll save that for you. You and Favre? Yeah, possibly, possibly. Anyway, um, (laughs) I'm going to say the Bills are 10.5-point favorites. Mark Willard and Tony Bruno, what do you say? Leo was right. Leo was 100% right. The Buffalo Bills opened up as an 8.5-point favorite. It is now up to 10.5. That's right on the head, gentlemen. Oh, wow. Leo was right. Leo was 100% right. Hoochie mama. What a segment, man. Yes. All right. Predictions. I'll go first. (laughs) I said it on the Appleton Trophy Fantasy Football Show last night. Um, Yeah, Packers, they're going to struggle against arguably the best team in football. 38-10, Buffalo Bills win this one. It's fair. Alex? Uh, 41 to 7 bills. Is that what you said last night? I did. Okay. And Bulky, give us uh, the breakdown on how the Packers somehow win this game. You guys, um, do you guys still watch South Park or did you watch South Park? I did. It's good. I've seen it. It's yeah. Good stuff. There's some. Do, risk- you re- do you remember the Johnny Cochran Chewbacca defense? Oh, yes. <laughs> episode. Oh, yes. Okay. And and what was what was the gist of the Chewbacca defense, Alex? You tell me, Balky, because it's been a while the, since I've seen that. The, the gist of the Chewbacca defense was that Johnny Cochran, when he was at the trial, brought up Chewbacca. And you say, why would he bring up Chewbacca when he has nothing to do with the trial? And what was Johnny Cochran's response? It makes no sense. <laughs> 
It makes no sense. Why am I bringing up Chewbacca in a courtroom where Chewbacca has nothing to do with the trial? Why are the Buffalo Bills going to lose to the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football? It makes no sense. It makes no sense that a 5-1 and one team will struggle in this game offensively. I think their defense is going to be okay, but I think the Packers' offense shows up. And I do think for the majority of the game, the Packers are winning the turnover battle. I think they're forcing some punts. I think Rashawn Gary's in Josh Allen's face. I think Eric Stokes comes alive and is making things really difficult on Gabe Davis. And Jair Alexander is going to be all over Stephon Diggs in that game. That said, I do see the Bills mounting a late fourth quarter drive with only minutes left. And I do see that drive, as many of them on the day, end with a Tyler Bass field goal. Now, the problem with that is the Packers are only going to be up 19-17. So now with 16 seconds to go, Tyler Bass kicks a field goal. You're kind of in harm's way down 20 to 19 in Buffalo with only the kickoff left. Inexplicably, Tyler Bass doesn't kick it deep, pops it up in the air, and it's caught short. And I'll say, um, let's say um, A.J. Dillon catches it, right? He immediately laterals to Robert Tunyon, who throws a perfect parallel pass, not a backwards pass, but not a forward pass a perfect parallel pass to the left side of the field where Romeo Dobbs is waiting for it with several blockers ahead of him. People are screaming, go down, Romeo, go down, Romeo. All you need to do is go down so we can kick a field goal and win. No, no, no. That's not the Dobbs way. (laughs) And he houses it all the way as time expires for a game-winning Orchard Park miracle, 25-20, Green Bay Packers victory. Sound the alarms. Get the champagne ready. We'll get those cigars out of the humidor on Sunday night because it is going to be a fun one. Call Marty K, everybody. All right, before we step out, if you're looking to get your boat, RV, or classic car stored away for the winter, but you're worried about these fly-by-night storage units, your worries are over. Store your valuable investments at Mini Max Storage with three, count them, three, Fox City's locations in Nina, Menasha, and I call it the Taj Mahal in Appleton on Double B, uh, uh, right up by the airport, adjacent from the airport. Just go to minimaxstorage.com for all the details, and you can see how their state-of-the-art units, which includes double-wide mega units with no interior walls, extra-wide 14-foot doors on the storage units, and 60 feet of asphalt pavement for easy backup. See Minimax Storage at minimaxstorage.com. And thank you to the owner, Joe Johnson, who is going to help us with our uh, WHBY uh, float for the parade, the Christmas parade here in Appleton. We're going to actually make our float out there and store our trailer out there. So thank you to him. He's a good man, and I highly recommend you do business at Minimax Storage. All right, when we come back, come back to this show with Leo Bulky. Uh, football Daily, right? Sooner than later, Bulks. You going to tell us about that? I certainly will. All right. Stick around, folks. Football Daily coming your way now. Scores Big Deals is giving you savings so big they are terrifying. Get an extra spooky 13% off store-wide all weekend long with code BOO13. That's B-O-O-1-3. Head to thescorewi.com. Click the Big Deals link and start saving now.
Wow, it's a big, huge, ginormous sports day today at Tanner's Grill Bar, Kimberly. World Series Game 1, Phillies and Astros. That's at 7.03 p.m. this evening. They'll also be broadcasting the state football playoffs, Kimberly versus Nina. If you can't get out there to watch it, you can certainly listen to it on our station, our sister station, 1150 WHBY. What time is the uh, coverage on that? Six thirty. It's six thirty here on Score. Six thirty over on HPY. Oh, and little shoot and Xavier. Xavier, the Hawks taking on the Mustangs. Hey, who's on the call? Do we know who's on the call for those games? Yeah, Seriously? so Joey D and Dick Nepinski will have uh, Xavier versus Little Shoot, and Jonathan Cross will have Nina against Kimberly. Nice. Who's doing color for him? Uh, there is no color commentator uh, for HPY because of room and the. Booth I should at come Nina. out of retirement. I, I've got so much great stuff. Uh, did you do high school football, Leo? I know you football did football and basketball. Yeah, he was a, he's a seasoned vet. Yeah, the famous uh, Appleton North, Appleton West game at the Bonta Bowl back in, gosh, 02 or 03. Who was it? Who was it? Play, uh, play by play that day? Joey D. Okay. Joey, no Here, way. It was you and Joey. That's insane. <laughs> Here's what happened he was on the call on Friday night, and the game was at Appleton North, and there was a terrible storm, a lightning storm at Appleton North. Uh, the field got damaged. Uh, they had to postpone the game. They rescheduled scheduled it for Saturday afternoon. It was one of the first games of the year, early September. And Joey calls me on Saturday. He goes, oh, my color analyst can't make it. Can you do the game with me? And <laughs> Well, Appleton West, of course, I had, I had to go to support the alma mater. It was like it was 75, 80 degrees, but the humidity after this storm had hit the previous night. It was ungodly hot in that press box, and we were just loopy as all get out. <laughs> we made believe we had, we, there was an injury on the sideline. We went down to a sideline reporter. I think we called him Kramer. <laughs> Let's go down to Kramer right now for a report <laughs> on that injured player. Hey, guys. Uh, oh, it was Ned, actually. It was Ned. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, it's not looking too good down here. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll check on this injury and get right back to you. Back to you, uh, Leo and Joy. Hey, thanks, Kramer. It was great. I, I don't understand. Why did you do that? Just to be a dork. <laughs> Spice things up. Yeah. It was early in my career. I wasn't as serious about things as I am now. Uh, I Wait, gotcha. what? Okay. You're Very serious, serious now? Yeah, I got to finish. This is serious, Leo. Yeah. KY3, That's Leo. Scary. Serious. I'll never grow up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bucks and Kings. Uh, now, Knicks. They have Kings on their website. You guys might want to change that. Uh, Bucks and Knicks at 7 p.m. Friday Night Fish. $5 domestic pictures after uh, 9 o'clock. Wait, on our website it says Kings? No, no, no. Oh, on, okay. Uh, gotcha. This is okay, on their, okay, on their Facebook page. Just want to make sure. Tanner's Grill and Bar, 730 South Railroad Street in Kimberly. All right, time I, for- I believe what you meant to say was it says Milwaukee and New York. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Close enough. Until <laughs> I get called to the carpet on it, I'm doing what I want. The only one I'm afraid of is the Packers. Yeah, I mean, sure. Green Bay, the Green Bay football team. <laughs> go go out to Tanner's and check out some great pro basketball featuring the Bix and the Nucks. <laughs> Uh, Milwaukee and New York. <laughs> <laughs> Those we can say, right? Yes. Yeah. They're city names. Yeah. Yeah. Now, technically, yeah, I guess this is a live commercial for, yeah, I guess I should have said. Yeah, Milwaukee basketball well, can team. I say Kimberly and Nina? Yeah. I mean, will yeah, I get in trouble for that? Those are cities. That's yeah, local high so. schools, yeah. I didn't say the Rockets and the Papermakers. Is that trademark? Don't worry. You're good. It's okay. high school. We're in with those schools. You're good. Football Daily. Get your loan from the place that you own, Community First Credit Union. Together we'll find a way sooner than later, Bulks. 
Adam Rittenberg had this story um, that actually covered an interview that Jim Leonard gave on SiriusXM's Big Ten this morning. Um, if you remember, Jim Leonard is the interim head coach for the Wisconsin football team right now. However, he is a candidate for the permanent job. And Jim Leonard said in this interview, he thinks the school is going to benefit by making a decision sooner rather than later. Uh, he said, quote, bigger conversations are coming soon about who's going to be in the permanent head coaching role. He is 2-1 and one as the interim coach after Paul Chris was fired on October 2nd. Chris McIntosh, who is the athletic director for Wisconsin, said he owed it to Wisconsin to make sure that he is conducting a national full search. But Leonard, who not only was a great player for Wisconsin, he's been their defensive coordinator since 2017. Obviously, a lot of us are thinking he is probably going to be the guy. Leonard actually gave credit to Chris McIntosh in this interview because uh, he stepped back and let Jim Leonard coach uh, in the first few games. Wisconsin beat Northwestern, lost to Michigan State in double overtime, and then they beat Purdue last week. Wisconsin is now 4-4. Four and four. They're having the bye this week. They'll be at Maryland, or they'll be in, um, uh, hosting Maryland next week. Joe Grande and I will be at that game. Uh, and Leonard said, uh, this would be a good time to ramp up discussions. Now, he says, this is his quote from Jim Leonard. There needs to be a decision sooner than later, hopefully, to help with the uncertainty and not fall behind in recruiting or just your team. Players are all questioning and wondering what the future is going to hold for them. It's getting closer to those times. He says he wants to be primarily judged on the style of play and the team's overall improvement since he took over. He said, this is Leonard talking, he didn't think the Badgers were playing clean football earlier in the season, but they have smoothed out their performance lately. He says that the Wisconsin program needs to adapt without losing its core tradition. McIntosh, um, the day that he let Paul Chris go, said uh, that he praised Leonard's uh, not only work ethic, but his competitiveness, which made him the clear choice to be the interim coach. Final quote from Leonard. There is uncertainty. That is true. Hopefully, with the way we play this second half of the season and started the last three games, we'll answer a lot of those questions about where the health of the program is and hopefully the direction that powers that the powers that be take it. But Leonard clearly wants a decision made for the good of the program sooner rather than later. That is your Football Daily for Friday, October 28, 2022. Alex, I want to bring you in on this. Yes. And, and Leo, feel free to chime in, too. This is a public job. Yeah. So the, the job has to publicly be posted for 30 days, correct? Correct. That is, that is a do fact, we, yes. Do we know that the job was posted right away on October 2nd? Uh, I, I have not seen anything about that at all. Okay. So let's just assume it was publicly posted yeah. on the 3rd, which was a Monday, yep. right? Correct. So that would mean that you are looking at um, 30 days that it had been posted would be uh, we are on the tw uh, God, I just lost count again. We are on the 26th day of it being posted, assuming it went up on Monday, mm -hmm. and it has to be posted for 30 days, which would make November 2nd, which is this coming Wednesday, the earliest they can make a decision on this. Do the Badgers pull the interim tag off Jim Leonard on mm. Wednesday? Hmm. Now here's the other thing to consider. You and you, all three of us are bad. Well, Alex is not a Badgers fan, but he follows the Badgers. Mm -hmm. We we have not heard any potential interviews, right, for this? Zero. So 
I mean, is that disingenuous to remove the interim tag for the minimum amount of time? Or is this going to be a decision that's going to be made not sooner? It's going to be made later, perhaps after the season, and you might lose some recruits because of it. It's possible. It's very possible. I think it's uh, me, my personal opinion. I think that Jim Leonard, these next, how many games left do they have? Four? Four or five? I think it's four. Four. He's coaching for his job these next four conference games. Potentially, even that Purdue game is is helping him uh, kind of keep the recruits on board, keep his coaching staff on board as well, and and obviously keep this team in, in engaged to potentially get to a bowl game. I think that you got these next four games to figure out if Jim Leonard is going to be your next head coach. I do think it's interesting with the thirty days thing. If they do, if they do remove the interim tag. Uh, next week then he was their guy all along i i think this is kind of similar to okay the brewers preparing for arnold to take over as uh, president and gm i Hmm. i I think they were i i mean leonard never left i mean doesn't that kind of telling that he was staying there kind of biding his time being patient i mean we had no idea paul chris was going to resign this year but after some stories came out after that well, he got fired paul christ well i mean but the game has kind of passed him okay, by i think we're fair enough behind the scenes uh, some of that dialogue came out you know he doesn't like the direction uh, college football is going so i i think obviously it's his job to lose i mean i i don't think i don't think there's much of a chance he does not get the job i i think it would have to be a complete collapse and more players would have to leave. I think if he, if, for sure, if he gets to a bowl, they're they're going to retain him. But anyway, fin- right. finish up. Can I offer here. this? Can I offer this? Sure. Two days ago, Milwaukee Journal Sentinels Jeff Patrikas posted this in a piece. According to UW Senior Associate Athletic Director for External Communications, Justin Doherty, the date of the head fo- football coaching job posting hey, is Balky. yet to be determined. Yep. Sorry to cut you off on this. Maybe we can bring it up with Marcus Paff because he can join us and he can join oh, us okay. now. So let's get to a quick break. We'll come back. Hold that thought. We'll pick this back up with Marcus in a second. Don't go anywhere. The show with Leo Bulky. A quick message from our friends at Gusman of Kakana. They know you had a busy week, but if you're in the market for a new vehicle, you can check out their full inventory at GusmanofKakana.com and stop by their showroom and service center. They're both located at Highway 55, Interstate 41 in Kakana. you got to go to Gusman. Better late than never is what I always say. It's time for Off the Beaten Path with Marcus Path. Off the Beaten Path is brought to you by Appleton Trophy, 2401 North Richmond Street in Appleton. Go to AppletonTrophy.com to see all of their products. Marcus Path now joining us. We missed you last week, man. Uh, Badgers obviously get a a big victory uh, over Purdue in their their homecoming game. Um, Jim Leonard, he's 2-1 now. What are your thoughts on him getting the job, uh, Bulky, you were just talking about uh, how they, as far as we know. Well, they- <laughs> yeah, just real briefly, um, Justin Doerr, the, the UW Senior Associate Athletic Director for External Communications, said that they have not posted that job yet, and they haven't decided when they're going to post it. But when they do post it, um, it's going to remain open for seven days. Uh, Jeff Petruk is saying that even if they wait to the end of the regular season to name that coach, they should have that person in place before the early signing period which begins on December 21st. Okay. So, Marcus, 
I, did you want me to jump in there, guys? Yeah, jump in there somewhere. This is your segment, that, not ours. Well, I, I will say to that report, I think they're they're just following procedure. You have certain things in place at the Division One level that you, you have to, to follow along with in, in order to adhere to NCAA rules. So I know a lot of people were hoping that, hey, Leonard would just be named the permanent coach, but typically you're not going to see that at this level because you, you have to go through this procedure of posting the job and letting everyone apply, which inevitably includes some pretty hilarious submissions. So I do look forward to seeing who might throw their name in the ring. Leo, you could get involved. Maybe, uh, you know, I, I hear you offer a lot of uh, ideas on Saturday. So maybe, maybe throw your run name the, the damn ball. We're going to run the damn ball. That's what we're going to do. We're going to kick the ball. Um, but yeah, they'll go through that. And I, as of right now, I, I think I said this the last time we spoke two weeks ago, guys, Jim Leonard is, you're not going to turn the program around in the middle of the season, taking over the same roster and really not even the same roster because some of the attrition that's taken place with guys transferring out, it just, it, like football is a is a complex dynamic, and not I'm, I don't think I'm saying anything that we don't already realize. Um, it's it's just uh, unlike basketball or really even baseball. You think about the Phillies this year letting Girardi go, and then here they are in the World Series. You don't really see that in football, where you let a head coach go, somebody else comes in, um, and suddenly things are uh, all that much better because the schemes that are in place are the schemes you're going to have to continue to run. It's far too complex. There's far too much involved. Uh, in all of that, uh, involved with all of that, to be able to change a lot of things until you get to the offseason and have a few months to work with these guys and allow them to review a playbook. So having said all that, what we've seen from Jim Leonard thus far, it's encouraging. You know, I, I, I think more than more than anything at this point, he's he's there to rally around the guys and what is undoubtedly a tough situation for them and um, and show them what they are capable of and make them believe that they're capable of a lot more than what they've done to this point in the season. And so far, you know, they've uh, they've done that at least two of the three weeks. So uh, continue to watch for that and see if they show steady progress and if, if guys start to maybe play with a little bit more confidence and maybe that offensive playbook opens up a little bit and is so freaking predictable. I think they've been better <laughs> about that in recent weeks. Um, but you know, to, to the point about is Jim Leonard going to be the guy? Is it a foregone conclusion? I tend to think it it ultimately probably is, although I'm sure they'll still entertain a couple of other names. Uh, I don't know if Lance Leipold's even genuinely interested, but I, I'm certain that that will come up at some point internally, uh, and they'll, they'll go from there. But uh, it, this has all the makings of Leonard being the guy long-term, so long as that's the job that he wants, guys. Um, I, I do think sometimes we take that for granted. And, and maybe maybe it is exactly what he wants, but he's a guy with young kids who had uh, you know probably a little bit more leisure time as a coordinator to be around them as they as they grew up or grow up there in Madison. And you're not going to get that that luxury necessarily as a head coach because you're going to be asked to be at the coaches show on Tuesday night and you're going to be asked to be at a, a fundraising event with high level donors on Thursday. So is, is that what he's looking for at this point in his life? I, I suspect he's going to be okay with that, but it is something to consider. Uh, there's a lot more that takes place and a lot more you have to be cognizant of as a head coach than when you're just a coordinator. Marcus, two-part question here as we shift to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, number one, how far behind is this Packers offense from where you expected them to be heading into week eight? And secondly, how much blame do you think Aaron Rodgers needs to shoulder versus his other offensive teammates for the slow start? 
my God, Bolte, they're they're very far behind. And I, I had the uh, good fortune of attending. <laughs> call it good fortune if you want. Call it bad fortune of, of attending the uh, Washington game last week. And that was rough. That, that, that's as rough as I can remember uh, a Packers offense looking in, I, I should say, my lifetime. I'm sure there's some recency bias involved there. Certainly, we watched those Brett Hundley games a few years back and then go back to the, the late 80s. We all know what that looked like, too. But um, at least from a team perspective. But offensively speaking, this is this is just so far behind where I would have expected by this point in the season. It really makes you wonder, are they capable of figuring this out? And, you know, as far as who shoulders the blame, I don't want to take the easy road out, but I think the, the, the correct answer is everyone. And that includes Rodgers. Yes, guys have been making mental mistakes. Yes, guys have been dropping the ball. All of that is is a is bs that needs to stop quite frankly if i'm being you know speaking candidly here uh but but it's not like rogers has lit the world on fire with some of the decisions he's made either or some of the throws uh that we've seen at times so while i understand he uh, probably has a lot of frustration towards his teammates um some of it is probably warranted and I, I think some of it, you know, you have to look in the mirror and and say to yourself, how can I be better and how can I make these guys better? And I've heard some national pundits say this. I don't know if this would have made a difference or not, but hey, do you show up to OTAs because you know you've got a group of young wideouts who need time with you, not time with the backup quarterback, but time with you because you have a certain uh, rubric for, you know, for which you measure these guys against. And, and that may not necessarily be the same way that Jordan Love handles things. So uh, I, I don't – look, I, it's retrospect at this point or it's in the past. He didn't play in the preseason. He didn't show up to OTAs. I don't know if that would made all the difference in the world. But from, a, from a, an optics standpoint, I certainly think it stands out, especially now that your offense looks as trashy as it does and you still haven't found your way out of the same page. It's just uh, – I, I, I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm not very optimistic at this point for this team. All that being said, if you missed the show earlier, Marcus Paff, uh, our good friend and co-host, Bulky, has picked the Packers to somehow upset the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Alex and I seem to be clinging to a three-touchdown plus bloodbath on Sunday night. How do you see this playing out? Well, I mean, if I'm picking logically, I'm going to agree with you, Leo and Alex. I, but I, that's not to say I think Balky's crazy because there is something in the back of my mind that says if Aaron Rodgers figures out something, anything, or sees something he can exploit in the week leading up, he's still capable of finding a way for this team to win. So I, I, it's one of those weeks where you say nothing would shock me. If the Packers won this game, I'd say, well, all right, they look a little bit more like the team we sort of expected them to be coming into the season. Uh, but if they get beat by three touchdowns, I'm not going to be surprised because these the last three weeks have been absolutely uh, atrocious to watch. And and you could probably lump the, the New England game into all of that as well, although maybe that doesn't feel quite as bad now that Bailey Zappi is like the hot commodity in the NFL these days. So um, it's... Uh, I, I'd probably, if if I'm forced to lay down money on this, I would I would side with you guys and and take the fact that you know take the uh, the idea that they're going to get hammered, but we'll see. Um, trying to remain optimistic, which is tough right now, guys. We all want Bulky to be right. We just all think he's drinking. Oh, don't worry, I'm right. We think he's drinking way too early today, and uh, Dixie chiming in from the Stone Toad did mention that. 
Stop him from all that <laughs> drinking he's been doing. Marcus, thank you well, so much. We'll for... be doing a lot of drinking Sunday night, guys. It's oh, going to be a party. The celebration after the game. Cigars, the whole nine <laughs> yards. Marcus, thanks for hopping on today. We are uh, happy you could just come on for a quick drive through as we'll call this one today. We'll talk to you again next Friday. Thanks, man. All right, boys. Be well. Take care. Thank, thank you, Marcus. Guests on the score are brought to you by Fleet Farm. Visit FleetFarm.com. Fleet Farm built for real life. We'll put a bowl on this bad boy when we come back. Wow, what a show. Thank you, Tex Western, Marcus Paff, Mary, Principal Phil, Kurt just checking in right now on the score email inbox. Bulky's right. Anything can happen. They lose the teams they shouldn't and beat the teams that they typically don't. So Kurt's on board with you, Bulky. Smart man. By the way, Herlin Clark Law Firm traffic update. There's a crash on Highway 41 North, three and a half miles beyond Wisconsin 49. Left lane is blocked. Make sure you're using extra uh, extra caution there. And don't forget to spice up your life with uh, win free money with Verva Credit Union. Uh, you can do that so by um, going to thescorewi.com and entering to win a bag filled with cash. Van Fias and Bill Scott will join us on Monday. Drew and KB are coming your way next. Have a great week on Fox Cities. We'll chat on Monday. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.